Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. For the third straight inning in between innings, Coach Tolman and the home plate umpire have just been talking about something, and it hasn't been a very pleasant conversation from our viewpoint. And the home plate umpire just went over to the Rice dugout and said something to their head coach, Jose Cruz Jr., about whatever, have no idea. Here is Wyatt Morgan to lead off the seventh inning for the Raiders. I'm a little confused because I thought Mabry was supposed to be the first batter. There's a ball slammed foul. And the count will go to 0-2 on Morgan. Mabry was, was batting when Lopez was thrown out trying to steal in the sixth inning. So I don't understand why Mabry is not up there now, but it's Morgan with a count of one and two. And uh, Lopez was thrown out on the first pitch to Mabry. Well, it's something I'll have to try and investigate when this inning is over. There's a ball slammed foul down the right side, and that's into the Rice bullpen. Morgan's had a good uh, day at the plate, two out of three with a run scored. And the pitch. Strike three called. Fastball down the middle. That's another call third strike for Garcia. Four strikeouts for him since coming in, and they've all been called third strikes. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Left fielder Jackson Galloway. Galloway, two hits and three trips, both singles. Pitch misses inside, ball one. Attendance today, 1,879. One ball, no strikes to Galloway. Garcia working in his third inning. Off-speed pitch in for a strike, one and one. Pitch is a swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Galloway. One out in the seventh. 
Raiders are on top, four to one. Got three runs in the third and picked up another one in the sixth. Swing and a miss. Got away from the catcher. going to have to throw him out, and the throw to first is in time. That's the first swinging strikeout. And the fifth strikeout overall for Garcia. Two outs now, and the batter is Briggs Rudder. Has a single in three trips. He has struck out twice, actually been taking third the third strike twice, once against Garcia. First pitch, 92 mile an hour fastball in for a strike, nothing in one. Big right-hander delivers and a swinging strike. 0-2 on Rudder. Two outs, bases empty. We're in the top of the seventh. Here's the pitch. Hard hit, but right at the second baseman and right through his legs. Hoyle. Let that one get through him, and that will be an error. Ball was hit right at him. Didn't have to move. So that'll be an E4. Rudders at first base with two outs. And the batter is Brett Coker. Third base with Brett Coker. Coker looking for his first hit after a three hit game last night. Has hit into a double play. And flied out twice and cuts at the first pitch and sends it foul down the right side and out of play. One strike to Coker. Runner, the runner at first, safe on an error with two outs. Garcia's pitch just missed. Pretty good looking pitch. Coker didn't check his swing, but you could tell he had a notion of swinging at that pitch, but held up. One ball, one strike. And the right hander delivers a ball outside, two and one. Two balls and a strike to Coker. Rudder, the base runner, short lead at first, and the pitch. Swung on, hit to center field. Coming on is Walsh. He'll make the catch for out number three. 
That is all in the seventh. No runs, no hits. There was an error and one man left. Seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. Middle Tennessee four and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Everybody's enjoyed their stretch, including me. Hoyle leading off against. Trent Siebert, and quickly finds himself behind in the count 0-2. Siebert's pitch swung on, a little tap to the mound. Siebert's got it, throws to first in time for the out. Hoyle bounces out, pitch to first for out number one here in the seventh. Trent Siebert through six innings has given up one run on seven hits. He's walked two and struck out three. And with one out, the batter is Connor Walsh, the leadoff hitter. 0 for 2 with a walk. Siebert's first pitch upstairs for ball one. Strike caught the inside corner. And it's one and one. And pitches in the dirt, blocked by Spears. Two balls and a strike. One out in the seventh. Raiders leading it four to one. And the left-hander delivers a swing and a foul back to the screen. Two balls and two strikes. Mm -hmm. 
The Raiders sent Zach Keenan down to the bullpen in the bottom of the sixth. But it was uh, just at that time that Raiders pulled off a 6-3 double play to wipe out the base runner who had walked to lead off the inning. Here's a pitch and swung on, hit into foul ground. Rudder makes a long run over there, but that one's out of play. Over by that uh, building called the Roost down the right field line. Count holding at three and two to Connor Walsh. Another foul, same direction. Three-two pitch hit to center field. That's a base hit for Walsh. Hit number eight off Trent Seaver. And with one out, the batter is Garibay, the left-handed hitter who singled in the fifth inning. He's one for three. Here's Siebert's pitch, caught the outside corner, strike one. And the pitch to the plate swung on, fouled off to the left side. Out of play and the count is 0-2. One on, one out here in the seventh. I believe that is Luke Benson in center field. And I think Dillingham has gone to left. There's a strike called and that is three of them. So Garibay will walk back to the dugout called out on strikes. Second out in the inning. Strikeout number four for Trent Siebert. Here's Bullman as a single and three. Right-handed hitter. Single to right in the fifth inning. First pitch to him, a fast strike. Nothing in one. And the pitch, low, runner going, Spears throws to second. I gotta get him. He is O-U-T at second base. As Walsh took off with that ball, hit the dirt and Spears gunned him down. That is all in the seventh. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We've completed seven full innings at Rice. It is Middle Tennessee four, and the Owls one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the eighth inning, and a new pitcher has been summoned to the mound for the Rice Owls. He is Matthew Linsky. He's a big fella, 6'7, 245, a sophomore out of Humble, Texas. And he has. Been their closer for the season. This is his 20th appearance. No record, 2.86 earned run average, 22 innings. Also has four saves, by the way. 22 innings, has allowed 15 hits, seven earned runs. He has walked 11, struck out 43 in 22 innings. Has allowed no home runs and opponents hitting only 185 against this right-hander, Matthew Linsky. L-I-N-S-K-E-Y, Linsky. Here's Snyder, tried to bunt the first pitch, fouled it off, strike one. We're in the top of the eighth inning. Raiders leading it four to one. Linsky will pitch out of the stretch. Check swing. Did not go. One ball, one strike to Snyder. Snyder, Spears, and Dillingham. And the Raider eighth inning. Right-hander delivers, swung on, fouled out of play to the right. Count goes to one and two. Garcia pitched uh, well in relief, three innings, gave it one run on three hits, did not walk anybody and struck out five. And four of those were called third strikes. Here's the one, two to Snyder, high outside, ball two. Two and two. Final game of the series scheduled for noon tomorrow here in Houston. We'll be on the air at 11.45. Little tap foul. Two and two the count.
And a swing and a miss. Struck him out with an off-speed pitch. Snyder down on strikes for the third time in the game. So Linsky comes in, fans the first batter he faces. Here is Mason Spears. Two for three with two doubles on a run scored. Spears working on a pretty good day at the plate. Those doubles were his sixth and seventh of the season. And the pitch. Off-speed pitch misses outside for ball one. I see a little movement down in the Blue Raider bullpen. I can't see all the way through because there's a couple of tents in between. There's ball two to Spears, two and oh. Keenan had been down there earlier. Linsky with the pitch. Swing and a miss at 91. And it's two balls and a strike. Big right-hander delivers. And a foul off to the screen. Count goes to two and two on Mason Spears. <laughs> Dillingham waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Swing and a foul straight back. Pretty good cut at a 92 mile an hour fastball. Two-two as Spears waits the pitch. High ball three. No way. Youngster down below me just got a foul ball. That last foul ball that rolled off the screen. There's a ball hit to center field. That's going to drop in for a hit. Mason Spears. His third hit today. He's at first with one out. That's the first hit off Linsky. Dillingham's had a good day. He has... Single twice, scored a run, and grounded out. Two for three. He bunts, and first baseman picks it up. Nobody covering first, and the first baseman, Garibay, will tag Dillingham as he was coming down the line. Garibay picked it up, looked to first. Nobody there. He said, oh, I'm the first baseman. 
Well, I'll make the play myself. So Dillingham is out. The runner advances to second, so I would assume that would be a sacrifice. It's out number two. Spears down at second in scoring position for Fausto Lopez. Lopez got an infield hit and drove in a run in the sixth inning. It'll be his 21st RBI of the season. Pitch is a ball. 1-0 to Lopez. Spears at second, two outs. Top of the eighth inning with the Raiders on top, four to one. Linsky comes set. Strike on the outside corner, one ball, one strike. Twenty-sixth meeting between these two. Middle Tennessee has won ten games. Rice has won 13, and there have been two ties. Both of those ties occurred in Murfreesboro. One of them was last year. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Lopez. Huge cut at a high fastball. Came up empty. One and two. Mason Spears, the runner at second with two outs. Looks back at second, the one-two pitch. Swan well, hit up the middle. Let's see if Spears can score. They're gonna wave him. Here comes the throw to the plate. They let it go through and he is out. Spears thought he got in there. The tag did look to be a little high, but that call will stand, and that's the that's the inning. So Lopez gets the base hit. Spears thrown out at the plate, eight to two. For the third out, no runs, two hits, one left. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee four and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the last of the eighth inning. Raiders need to get six outs to win this game and win the series. For Rice, the three, four, five hitters scheduled to bat against Trent Siebert, who has gone the distance. Bullman, a single in three trips, will lead it off. Takes the first pitch, low and inside for ball one. Bullman, Becker, and Gallo. Ball hit sharply and into center field for a base hit. Bullman has his second hit of the game. He's at first with nobody out. Hit number nine off Siebert. And the left-handed hitting Becker will stand in 0 for 3. Siebert has had his number today. He has struck out twice and hit into a fielder's choice. So Rice puts the leadoff man on here in the eighth, and the first pitch to Becker is a ball outside. One ball, no strikes. Pitch to the plate, caught the outside corner, one and one. Short lead at first, and the pitch low. Spears blocks it out in front of the plate. Two balls and a strike. Swung on, hit in the air, left side. Coker over there, a lot of foul ground over there, but not enough. That ball hit the top of the dugout down the third base side, bounced away. And the count will go to two and two on Nathan Becker. The pitch. Popped foul out of play again. That went into the grandstand, fell off the netting. And the count holding at two balls, two strikes. Becker is from Jersey Village, Texas. Here's the 2-2. And a slow pitch picked up by Mabry, throws to second, out at second. The runner went into Lopez and prevented Lopez from relaying the ball to first, so that is a 4-6 put out. First out and on at first, Becker on the fielder's choice. Apparently that was a clean play at second. Raiders didn't, didn't argue the fact, and now pitching coach Jerry Myers will make a visit to the mound, and this will be all for 
Trent Siebert, I think, because the Raiders are out of the dugout, getting ready to welcome him when he returns from the mound. We will have the pitching change. Siebert will leave after getting one out in the eighth inning. And this is the first trip that pitching coach Jerry Myers has had to make to the mound in this series. So that's going to be all for Siebert. It looks like Zach Keenan coming in. We will take a break and back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Your pitcher for the Blue Raiders is right-hander Zach Keenan. Keenan making his first appearance in the series, normally the Friday night starter. Wigginton got the start last night. So Zach is on in relief. It'll be his first relief appearance of the season. He's appeared in 12 games, all starts, with two complete games, four and four with a 5.12 earned run average. Keenan has pitched 70 and a third innings, given up 75 hits, 40 earned runs. He's walked 21, struck out 52. He's allowed 11 home runs. An opponent's hitting 269 off the senior right-hander, Zach Keenan. So he will be pitching to Gallo with a runner at first and one out. 6'6", 225. Zach, a senior from Sewanee, Georgia. Pitching change brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm and a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics. Keenan ready to go to work here in the eighth inning. Pierce Gallo has singled, flied out, and walked. Pierce Gallo. One out and a runner at first. Siebert responsible for that runner. He has pitched seven and a third. Given up one run on nine hits. Has walked two and struck out four. First pitch is a ball to Gallo, one and oh. 
Keenan comes set. Short lead at first base and the pitch fouled away. One ball, one strike. Raiders are trying for their seventh series win in Conference USA. Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. And it is one and two. Raiders have played eight series, eight three-game series. They've won six of them, lost two. The pitch hit up the middle. Lopez with a leaping catch as that ball was headed to center field, but did, it was not a sharp line drive, and Lopez had chance, had time to get there and make the catch for out number two. It wasn't a pop-up by any means, but I think my partner, Mr. Callow, would call it a humpback liner. Here's Garza. Swing and a line drive, and Mabry keeps it in front of him, makes the play to first base. That ball one hop, and Mabry kind of blocked it like a catcher, blocking a ball in the dirt, kept it in front of him, and made the play to first base for out number three. So that is all in the eighth inning. No runs, one hit, and one runner left. We will go to the ninth. Middle Tennessee four, Rice one, and the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the ninth inning. JT Mabry will lead it off for the Raiders. Mabry. Morgan. And I think Luke Benson will be in the... Spot occupied by Galloway. Linsky working his second inning, and Mabry slices the ball into right field for a base hit. Takes a wide turn at first base. Throw comes in and he will back paddle back to the bag with a leadoff single. 
third hit given up by Linsky. The batter will be Wyatt Morgan. It is Vincent in the on-deck circle, so he will be in Galloway's spot in the batting order. Pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. A little bit late on a fastball. One strike to count. Morgan has singled twice. He scored a run. He has twice been called out on strikes. Big right-hander comes set. There goes Mabry, swing and a miss. Throw to second, and is he? Yes, he's out. That tried to come in from the, uh, uh, come in through the back door so to speak, and try to hook that slide around to the outfield side of the bag, but the shortstop stayed with it, kept the tag on him, and that is a two to six put out on Mabry for the first out here in the ninth. The count two strikes on Morgan, fouls this one back. Count holds it 0-2. So Trent Siebert goes seven and a third innings. The pitch fouled off to the left. Strike one to Rudder. We are in the ninth inning. Raiders leading four to one. Runner goes. Pitch is high, throw down, and he's going to be out at second. So Vincent thrown out trying to steal. Raiders had two runners in the inning thrown out trying to steal. No runs, two hits. Both runners thrown out trying to steal, so nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the ninth. Middle Tennessee four and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Zach Keenan will try to nail it down for the Raiders. Well, this game has gone along very well, so we haven't really had time to get too many of our our little uh, trivia tidbits in. But 
This one uh, I thought was worth mentioning on May the 14th, 1972, after 21 seasons with the Giants, 41-year-old Willie Mays playing first base and batting leadoff makes a dramatic return to New York in his debut with the Mets. In the fifth inning, Mays hits a home run off Don Carruthers, the 647th of his career and gives the Mets a 5-4 win at Shea Stadium over his former Giants team. How about that? Zach Keenan, first pitch. Justin Long is the ball outside. Second pitch misses, same spot. Two balls, no strikes. Long has flied out twice and single to right. Facing Keenan for the first time. Pitches inside, ball three, three and oh. Keenan came on with one out and a runner in first. Runner at first in the eighth inning, got the two batters he faced. But he's behind three and oh, and the pitch outside. So it's a leadoff walk in the ninth inning. It's, it's never a good sign. Catcher Mason Spears trots out to the mound for a word with his pitcher. Here is Justin Dunlap as an infield hit and three at-bats. This game in the bottom of the ninth inning. Zach Keenan out of the stretch. A strike on a fastball outside corner. Nothing in one. Right-handed batter Dunlap did not play in the game last night. Keenan's pitch just outside ball one. Checked his swing. One ball, one strike. Long, who drew a four-pitch walk to lead off the inning, is the runner at first. Steps out of the box and checks his third base coach. Cannon with the 1-1. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Dunlap. Right-hander comes set. And the pitch to the plate outside, ball two, two and two. Johnny Hoyle was due to bat next, but uh, they've got a pinch hitter waiting. The 2-2 pitch. Oh, that's a strike. Strike three called on the outside corner. 
one out in the ninth. This is Jack Rydell. Will bat for Hoyle. He's a left-handed hitter. Hoyle had been 0 for 3. Rydell a transfer from North Carolina. First pitch to him is a strike at the knees. Nothing in one. Let's see. Rydell. Trying to find some numbers on him. The pitch. Swung on. That ball's killed to right field. That ball is going to be out of here. Just to the right of the big scoreboard and a two-run homer. In the bottom of the ninth inning for Rydell will make it a four to three game. And before I could even look up any numbers on Rydell, he's sitting in the dugout with a home run and two runs batted in. So it's four to three. Twelfth home run allowed by Keenan. For Rydell, his fourth home run of the season, he came in hitting 261. Here's Walsh, takes a strike called, nothing and one. And the pitch, outside, one ball, one strike. There's just one out. Rice has scored two to make it a 4-3 game. Keenan's pitch misses outside for ball two, two and one. Garibay waiting to hit next. And the pitch, low, ball three. Three balls and a strike. So Rydell's three-run home or two-run homer has cut the Raider lead to a single run here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Check swing and a strike. Full count, three and two to Connor Walsh. Has a single in three trips plus a walk. Keenan with the three-two. Swung on, bounced to third, charged by Coker. Quick throw to first and safe. Walsh beat the throw. That'll be an infield hit. The second hit off Keenan and now pitching coach Jerry Myers will make a trip to the mound. Raiders do have the bullpen going. Although, now let me put the glasses on, see if I can find out who that is. I can't see much of the bullpen. 
And we're going to have a change. This may be cells coming in. So I believe this is James Sells coming out of the bullpen. So Cannon is going to be lifted here in the bottom of the ninth with one out. Ladies and gentlemen, attention please, now pitching for Middle Tennessee, number 43, James Sells. Sells will take over, take over here in the bottom of the ninth and pitch to the left-handed hitter, Garibay. The potential tying run is at first base with one out. Sells taking his warm-up tosses. I thought if he were not needed tonight, he would probably get the start tomorrow. Sells with a three and one record, 1.83 earned run average, making his 15th appearance all but two of those in relief. 34 and a third innings, he's given up 27 hits, seven earned runs, 10 walks, 30 strikeouts, opponents hitting 231. He's allowed one home run. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. So a two-run homer by the pinch hitter, Jack Rydell, in the bottom of the ninth inning has made this game closer than it needs to be, if you're a Raider fan. 4-3. Potential tying run in the person of Connor Walsh is at first base. Walsh just beat out an infield hit. And Guy Garibay will be the hitter. A left-handed batter. The third Blue Raider pitcher. Is the right-hander James Sells. Garibay, a left-handed batter. The pitch, a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one, the count to Garibay. Sells peeks over at first base at the runner there and throws, got back in time. You know they want to get that runner to second He, was, he has stolen one base. There's another throw to first. He was thrown out in the seventh inning by Spears trying to advance on a ball in the dirt. I don't think that was a straight steal. Pitch to the plate. Strike two call, nothing in two. 
Sills called on here in the ninth inning to try and get the last two outs. Right-hander comes set, throws to first. Back in there is Walsh. Two strikes the count to Garibay. And a little tap. Sales will take it, throw to first base for the out. The runner advances to second. He perhaps could have gone to second. I think he had time, but I know he wanted to get a sure out. But what that does is advance the tying run to second where Walsh is in scoring position. And the batter is Bullman, who has singled his last two at bats against Trent Siebert. Bowman two for four. Two outs and a runner at second. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Sells looking in for the sign. Ground ball up the middle. We're going to have a tie ball game. Walsh will score, and it's four to four. Bowman, with his third straight single, has tied this one up in the bottom of the ninth inning. That run charged to Keenan. And now the potential winning run is at first base with two outs. The batter is Nathan Becker. Big left-handed hitter. Siebert had him pretty well tied up most of the game, 0 for 4. First pitch is a strike. 4-4 in the bottom of the ninth, the pitch. A ball outside, one and one. Sells with the pitch, swung on, fouled out of play, and it's one and two. <laughs> so Austin Bullman ties this game with a single to center. One ball, two strikes on the batter Becker. And the pitch outside, good save by Spears. Saved a wild pitch there. Two and two. Right-hander comes set. 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three. Full count. Now that means the runner at first will get a head start. Three balls, two strikes to Becker. Caught. And foul ground by the third baseman, 
And the throw to first in time, but I think they're gonna say it's a foul ball. Coker. Fielded it behind the bag at third. He was in foul ground. They're gonna say it's a foul ball. Coker made the play to first. But it was ruled a foul ball, so the count remains three and two. Sells got, got to deliver another three-two pitch. And that one's popped foul out of play. It's on the roof of the press box. So the count remains, three balls, two strikes. Two outs, bottom of the ninth on a 4-4 game, the pitch. Hit in the hole, a base hit to left. The runner will have to stop at second. And now the potential winning run is at second with two outs. Becker gets his first hit of the afternoon. Second hit off Sills, and the batter will be Gallo as a single in three trips, plus a walk. Three, one, let's go! First and second, two outs. Raiders trying to survive the ninth. As the pitch comes in, it is swung on, chopped to short. Throw to first in time, and the Raiders are out of the ninth inning. Gallo grounds out, short to first. But Rice picks up three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning on one, two, three, four hits. And two runners left on. We'll go to the 10th inning here in Houston, Middle Tennessee four and Rice four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. So we go to the 10th inning in Houston. It's a 4 4 game for the Raiders. Rudder will lead off. It'll be Rudder, 
Coker and Snyder here in the 10th. The Raiders in extra inning games this season are three and two. Rice playing only their second extra inning game, 0 and one. Linsky with the first pitch to Briggs Rudder. It's high for ball one. Rudder was batting when Benson was thrown out trying to steal to end the Raider ninth inning. And the pitch. It's a bit low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Rudder would be followed by Coker and Snyder. Right-hander delivers, and a hard smash, but right at the third baseman. Long makes the throw to first in time, and Rudder is retired. Third to first for the first out in the 10th. The batter will be Brett Coker. You have to think that a little of the momentum has shifted in this game as Rice, with a three-run rally in the bottom of the ninth, tied it up. Coker bounces one. That's Overlong's head in the left field, down in the corner. Brett's going to leg it out to second base for a double. So Coker gets his first hit of the game. A double down the left field line. That is the fifth hit off Linsky. He came into the game to start the eighth inning. And the batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder's 0 for 4 with three strikeouts today. In fact, he was the first batter Linsky faced when he came in in the top of the eighth inning, and Snyder struck out. Pitch to him, low, ball one. Four, four. We are in the 10th inning. Here's the right air's pitch, and the ball hit in the left center field, but it is going to be tracked down there by the left fielder. Bowman will make the catch for out number two. Two outs, it's up to Mason Spears. The Raider catchers had a pretty good day at the plate. Two doubles and a single in four trips. He singled up the middle off Linsky in the eighth inning. Coker, pretty good speed, the runner at second. And Linsky turns and looks, but does not throw to second. Now the right-hander ready, and the pitch to the plate swung out a miss. One strike to Spears.
Coker leads off second. And the pitch to the plate fouled out of play. Count will go to strike two on Spears. Going to head to the bottom of the 10th. Garza will be the leadoff batter, six, seven, and eight. Well, it was the bottom of the order that got the bottom, got the bottom of the ninth inning started for them. One slam into left field of base hit. Here comes Coker. The throw will be to the plate, and he is in there. Coker sliding in. The throw to the plate took rather a high bounce. The catcher, Garza, had to get it and then try to bring it down to place the tag on the runner, and Coker slid in under it. So the Raiders on a Mason Spear single, his fourth hit of the game. Take the lead now, five to four in the top of the 10th inning. That's the sixth hit with the first run off Linsky. Spears went to second on the throw to the plate. He is down there with two outs. And this is Dillingham takes the pitch for ball one. Ryan has two hits, also has a sacrifice butt. Spears the runner at second. Dillingham takes it outside, ball two, two balls, no strikes. So the Raiders have scored here in the 10th and lead it five to four. Popped up, that's in foul ground. Catcher Garza's got some room behind the plate under it and takes it for out number three. That's all, but the Raiders come up with a run on two hits. They strand the runner and we will go to the bottom of the 10th. Middle Tennessee five and Rice four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the 10th inning. Raiders leading five to four. Rice will have Garza to lead it off. Then Long and Dunlap. 
Leading off the bottom of the tenth year, Alice is the catcher. And I believe Rydell stayed in the game, so he would bat in the number nine spot. Garza has two singles and four trips. A switch hitter, he will bat left-handed against James Sells. Sells came on for Keenan in the bottom of the ninth. There's first pitch strike to Garza. He allowed the tying run, but he got the final out with a potential winning run at second. Pitch is outside, one ball, one strike to Manny Garza, freshman catcher. And the pitch, swung on, hit up the middle. That is going to fall in for a base hit. That is Garza's third hit of the game. Tying run is at first with nobody out. It's the third hit off Sells since coming in. Here is Justin Long. So Long, who walked and scored in the ninth, scored ahead of the Rydell home run will stand in there. And he bunts, Sales picks it up, will make the play to first. And the sacrifice will move the tying run to second. So one out here in the 10th. Right and here's Dunlap. He has a single and four trips. Keenan struck him out in the ninth after issuing a leadoff walk. Pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Tying run at second with one out, bottom of the 10th. Sells out of the stretch. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Went for an outside pitch. Came up empty. 0-2 the count. One on, one out. Ball hit in the air. Pop up in the infield. Rudder will take it. One step in foul ground for out number two. Second baseman, Jack Rydell. So here's Rydell, stayed in the game to play second base. And he is the hero of this game as far as Rice is concerned. He hit the two run homer that made it a one run game, and then they went ahead to tie it up. Rydell, a left-handed batter. Tying run at second with two outs. Sells with the pitch. Fast strike at the knees. Nothing in one.
Raiders trying to get one more out here in the tenth. Sells with the pitch outside. One ball, one strike. Tying run is at second in scoring position. Time call. Spears will make a visit. Talk to his freshman pitcher. And Sells, being a freshman, will listen to what the senior Spears has to say. One ball and one strike. Garza, the runner at second. And the pitch is just outside, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Sells comes set, checks the runner. Ball three is outside. And now three and one. Good hitter next. Walsh. Here's the pitch. And inside ball four. So the potential winning run walks to first base in the person of Rydell. Garza remains at second and runner is Connor Walsh. Walsh singled in his last two trips. His single in the ninth set up the tying run. He scored the tying run in the bottom of the ninth inning. And sells with the pitch. A strike at the letters, nothing in one. Two outs. First and second. We're in the bottom of the tenth inning. Raiders leading five to four, trying to get that last out. Sells with the pitch. And a ground ball foul outside the line at first. And it is 0-2. It was Walsh who got that triple in the ninth inning last night against Peyton Wigginton. Only the second Rice hit of the game. He was later stranded. 0-2. Struck him out swinging. Ball game is over, and the Raiders win it. In extra innings, five to four. James Sells comes in. Although giving up a hit in the ninth to tie the game, he strikes out Walsh, a good hitter, to end the game. And the Raiders win it by a score of five to four. Middle Tennessee with its fifth straight win, now 28 and 20. 16 and 10 in Conference USA. Rice will fall to 13 and 38. 
six and 20 in conference play. So the Raiders will assure themselves of a series win with this extra inning victory and will now be seven and two in Conference USA series wins this season. Stay with us now. We will come back and wrap it up for you. We'll have some comments from Coach Toman from down on the field and more as uh, our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 